Hi, y'all. Welcome back to Warrior Moms podcast. And I am Mariah. And today's video is going to be kind of almost like the second segment to some of my childhood trauma that I dealt with that I wanted to talk to y'all about. But starting off, I came across a video actually yesterday. And that's kind of what prompted this video is the video was covering a lot of the essentially the signs and effects that childhood trauma has on adults that almost trauma responses that we have is the best way I know how to describe it to where maybe y'all will understand. And I will link that video in the description so that I can give that creator credit for some of the stuff that I'm going to be talking about in this. Um, that creator is Patrick Tihan. I'm sorry if I mispronounced your last name. If you end up seeing this video, I am not very good with pronouncing names. So, and with that, I want to say, let's get started. Okay. Well, first I'm going to also say, uh, if a lot of this is triggering for you, you can tune out. I, it's not going to hurt my feelings. I understand. <laughs> so as a child, after the court hearing and my abuser was put behind bars, I should have been put into therapy to learn appropriate coping skills, but I wasn't. I was taken to the initial startup appointments and that was about it. I was asked if I thought I needed therapy, of course, as a child that went through trauma and doesn't want to talk about it or even deal with it. I said, no, I, at the age of 14 was allowed to make a decision about my own mental health, but couldn't make, make decisions about who I was allowed to date because they knew better. I ask you, does that make any sense? I would come to battling a whole lot of trauma and made myself essentially numb to just how bad all the abuse in my life was. I would combat panic attacks when yelled at and a whole other list of childhood trauma signs, but never got to learn how to appropriately cope. I am angry for myself for it. As an adult, I am trying to force myself to fully, truly cope and let myself feel what happened to me and properly grieve my childhood trauma. I hope you join me on this journey. My podcast portion of this channel will have my journey and kind of be my video journal, so to speak. I am just going to list some of the trauma signs that I commonly see in myself. Some of these are actually all of these that I'm listing. You can learn about in the video that I'll link in the description. He goes into more detail about some of those. Emotional delay. Refrigerator buzz depression. Chameleon, but don't mix. On the spot disassociation, crying valve, frog glass, sideways rage, or grief. 
My biggest ones are glass frog, chameleon, but don't mix, on the spot disassociation, sideways rage, or grief. I feel like glass frog gets worse for me as I get older. And because I am a stay-at-home mom, so I don't spend a lot of time around other people other than my kids and my husband. I feel like everyone can see through me and knows what I'm feeling, thinking, and are actively judging me for it. Chameleon but don't mix goes hand in hand with it for me. I can interact with people, but a lot of times, unless I know you very well, I will keep my thoughts and opinions to myself. Or I will close off and not let you get to know me at all. If I feel you are judgmental, which a lot of times I feel like everybody's judging me. So it, like, if I don't open up, I, a lot of the times I'm just like, don't take it personally. I, it's something that I have a very hard time with. I will, a lot of the times I will just go with the flow and agree with what you say, so to speak, and play along. For me, on-the-spot disassociation is really bad. I feel attacked when I'm questioned. I lock up immediately, and a lot of the times I will get defensive, even if I know that I've done nothing wrong. Being the center of multiple people's attention makes me highly uncomfortable, especially walking into a huge room full of people I don't know and having to be introduced. And everybody has eyes being on me. All of those are painful experiences for me. I have never fully allowed myself to fully describe everything that has ever happened to me over the years because it makes me feel deep shame. And I never want to burden people with all the details of what I went through because it was horrific. And I can't even remember all of it. Some of it may have happened even prior to me being able to remember things. In a way, making these videos is like me talking to my childhood self. Some of the questions that I would like to ask myself a lot of the times are, why don't I want to talk about what happened to me fully? It's because I'm ashamed. And I'm afraid that no one will believe me. I know it'll break people's hearts close to me to hear. I'm afraid no one would care. And of how people react to this. It isn't your average Me Too story. It's a case that it has already been closed and sealed because I was a minor. A case that I don't even know the findings of the doctor who examined me. And what that doctor told the court. I wasn't allowed in the room and unless it was my time to speak. Which was twice and the sentencing. I only had specific dates for one account. The rest were spread over years. So I didn't have exact details or time frames that these ha happened. He got off. He got off easy with one count for ape one and two counts sexual assault because I couldn't give specific dates, times, locations and events because there were so many. And had 25 to life. It should have been way more. Because it happened many, many times. 
So many, I couldn't even tell you how many. Going to bed at night was terrifying. Other than me having weird nightmares that probably most kids have. I feared the monster coming into my room while everyone was asleep. I have been vague in my tellings and on other videos on the channel. I will always omit names. If you want me to tell some of the details of the accounts, I can, but I do not expect names from me. I'm doing that for protection of other people and I don't want anybody looking people up and trying to go down a rabbit hole about what happened to me. I do not know how much detail YouTube will even allow me to give. And I don't know how much detail other social media places will allow me to give either. It's, it's a dark story and it's, and it's, something I'm trying to learn to come to grips with in a different manner because being just entirely numb and knowing what happened to me and not allowing myself to feel the anger, not allowing myself to feel anything other than just numbness and shame isn't healthy and I know it's not. So with that being said, I know that that was a heavy, heavy topic. This video is, um, I will, once again, I will link that video in the description if you want to go watch it. And I hope to see y'all in my next video and have a wonderful day and God bless and see you next time. Bye.